The following presentation was recorded at the Buddhist Society of Victoria, Malvern East, Australia. Please visit our website at bsv.net.au. Good morning, Ajahn. Uh, Good morning. Since you asked for asking a question, so I have one question for a person whom I know. So hmm. it's a worldly situation. It's a worldly lay life situation. Yeah, yeah. So the situation is something like this. Um, <laughs> the person is currently in a foreign country. Mm-hmm. His parents are in his uh, native country. His father is very sick right now. Mm-hmm. His wife and his child are currently in the native city along with his parents. He's in the foreign city for work purpose. He is in the foreign city. The person is in the foreign city foreign for city, doing okay. some work. Yeah. Basically for job in a way. Hmm. Or for his career. Hmm. Now the situation is something like uh, initially uh, his father was admitted in ICU ward. So the situation was is pretty much uh, what we can say. It's uh, it's pretty critical in a way. Mm-hmm. So his family was asking, basically his mother was asking him to come to his native place. Mm-hmm. Even though the man or the boy wants to go back to help his parents, basically his parents in a way are around 70 years now. So mm-hmm. we can say that yeah, they are re- reaching their old age. Mm-hmm. So the situation is something like uh, basically at his house he has his father who is mm. very sick mm. now the current situation is he has been discharged from the icu ward mm. and brought back to house mm. but it's not that the situation has come back to normal because of which he has been discharged mm. he has been discharged because firstly when he was when going to the initial hospitals for getting him admitted mm. many of the hospitals just refused to take him as a patient mm. because of his situation and seeing his test reports mm. finally one hospital do agree to have him admitted mm. and uh, basically uh, somehow he was got admitted in the icu ward and mm. uh, but it was something like basically it was a private small hospital so the idea behind them having him was something like to have a good customer so that they can charge some daily hmm. uh, earnings from him. Hmm. So this continued for around, I guess, uh, one week or so, one week or even I think 10 days. And uh, finally, his mother decided that uh, he should, uh, she should take him back to the house now because hmm. anyways, she was seeing the daily routine of the doctors just coming up, doing some hmm. formality checkups. Nothing Mm. major testing was happening and Mm. uh, they were just recommending some medicines and uh, Mm. hopefully the situation was something like okay for almost all the days except Mm. for the last two, three days when he was having some problems in Mm. uh, during the night in uh, breathing in a way. So they have brought him to house. So currently at the house, he is there along with uh, the mother and the wife of the person and the child of the person and one or two relatives are have come right now to visit him but i think they are have come for just maybe four or five days and then they will be going back to their own cities Hmm. so the dilemma with that person is something like should he go back to his parents or not and uh, the current situation is uh, even though he wishes to go back to help his father 
एंड बेसिकली टू हेल्प इज मदर टू हेल्प to support his father because his father is bedridden now so hmm. basically his mother has to take care of his daily activities hmm. Hmm. you are getting a point right because the father is very old the mother is also old so hmm. she, and there is no male person in the house currently hmm. because hmm. my because the mother the wife and the child so all females are there so in a way hmm. there is no male person in a way to support my father and he is uh, bedridden but uh, at least he is talking right now so some communication is happening so the situation is not very terrible but yeah it's something like anything can happen at any moment something mm-hmm. like this sort of a situation is there and if the boy returns back to his uh, what he can say to his native country the situation is his uh, career will be totally destroyed the reason being uh, he was already having an employment gap of around 2 and 2 uh, to 2 and 1/2 years to 3 years almost now yeah this is a the worldly question actually yeah, yeah it doesn't matter they actually so the who is, who is earning money currently the, by uh, god's grace the father was a retired uh, service person in the electricity department in the state government so he is getting his pension yeah okay so the earnings is coming from his pension plus his savings plus the boy has also been working for around 13 years so he has some savings with himself which through which he is sustaining himself but now the question is if the boy doesn't go to his native country and god forbid if something happens to his father and uh, still he doesn't go to his country and uh, basically something like it's not that they can't manage the things there it, because my mother till now Okay, the situation is about me, so mm-hmm. I'm very having difficulty to sing every time. So <laughs> yeah, these so. these are something common for in many places. So these kind of questions, yes. So But today you had to judge. So basically, so what my mother to do? is able yeah. to manage uh, the mm. things at her at the house. That is pretty fine with her. But the situation with uh, is me something like if I go back, then uh, basically I will not be able to come here again because of some. Uh, what we can say some visa restriction issues or something hmm. and uh, moreover i was unemployed for around 2 and 1/2 to 3 years so hmm. and i'm currently also still searching for a job and if i go back then i was there unemployed already 2 2 years so if i go back again i can physically support them but still i will be unemployed so the, my question is something like what amount of negative karma will i be accumulating if i am not going back even though my father got forbids is not anymore and then also if i don't know yeah yeah in this uh, if you, the the that depends on how your mind was already conditioned if you if you feel it is not good to do not to go back is not going back is the you are not doing something wrong then it affect to your mind so if you can help your parents in a different way by by employing another person for supporting him so sometimes they they may be happy because you you they sometimes they may not like you if you destroy your career you build up here if one when you go back to your home country sometimes it is affect to your career so they don't like because the sometimes parent expect that kind of development in their 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 sons and daughters so that depends on how you how you feel it so if you make it un, uneasy so that depends on how deep your practice is so sometimes people help in different other ways 
Yeah, basically this option also I considered that uh, yeah. we can ask for some elderly care service yeah. at my house. So yeah. I talked with my mother regarding that, and uh, yeah. she said that currently she is not feeling the need for it because already yeah, the relatives yeah. are That's there it. at the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, it is okay. And later, if she thinks mm. the requirement is there, then uh, she will let me know. But actually, the situation is something like my mother is very uncomfortable to have some external person come in the house, and basically yeah. all the ladies are in the house. So yeah. basically, she is slightly uncomfortable with having some unknown person coming into house to serve my mm. father. So mm. she is quite apprehensive about it. but yeah uh, as far as the situation is concerned my mother basically takes care of almost mm. all the out, outward things like all the marketing mm. she does mm. all the banking stuff and all those activities mm. she does for the house mm. so literally even if i go there it is something like i will be just a physical person in the house with the and yeah i can help my father physically i, I agree to it so but the point is god forbid if something happens to him and mm. god forbid if later something else happens to my mother as well mm. then after that in i will be in a situation that i will be unemployed at that stage and mm. i will have my wife and my child with me mm. and i will be staying at that particular house of mine and mm. uh, i will be unemployed and uh, which i was for last 2 years mm. and then only i moved back here mm. so and then i will be in a total what i can say a a screwed up position because mm. i don't have a job i have a wife and i have a child to support mm. and the employment gap would have been increased from 3 years to around maybe 4 or 5 years then mm. so almost the chances of getting a job will be gone so yeah. the situation for me something like what to do because if the so question is how much negative karma will i be accumulating if i am not going no, to they, my house yeah and the important thing you have to understand is the life is something like this there there are many un, un, unforeseen things will happen or you don't you haven't expect all these things but when you are facing to the present moment you should keep the balance of doing things that means the, the how you maintain your the uh skillful mind or the wholesome mind so how to avoid unskillful because some something you you may not be able to do so some some actions you can do some you can't do so you have to uh you have to balance because if you fall into miserable state if you when you go back to your home country so it it will create more problems no yeah if i am not happy so that's why then then you may be a burden for the other people so that's why you have to keep the balance you have to think wisely and do keep the balance in the present moment because whatever thing you you your your mind works in the present moment is totally based on what you were trained how how you can tackle this kind of situation because that is based on your training and your understanding about this life and how to deal with these things so that's why uh, the no need to worry about uh, what is happening but to to avoid the unwholesome mental states and do whatever thing you can do now from here or if if you think you can manage yourself once you go back to your country while helping your your parents if you can manage your your finances and your children and your family in the same time you can help to your parents then it is good so sometimes your wife or the your the other people of your family your close family can they look after themselves so then you can go 
and uh, serve your parents because they may not live forever <laughs> but they they will pass away within uh, 10 20 years so sometimes you they all, this is only a, the difficult moment for them if you think you have to go there and help them sometimes you have to judge and see how to do it and uh, the method but, these uh, things are depend on the very personal but the only thing we can say you maintain the skillfulness of your mind don't fall into to to doubt and uh, this kind of unskillful mental states you know it it never gives anything better so the, uh, the this um, uh, how do you say this doubt and uh, remorse this kind of things give you a lot of uh, the, the feeling of guilt that I'm feeling of guilt yeah the feeling of guilt yeah that feeling of guilt come yeah these things you have to avoid so if this feeling of guilt is coming you have to you have to deal, deal with that that kind of feelings you have to find out the cause and treat to the cause you have to balance both sides no yes yes you you have to it's about emotionality versus practicality in a way so yeah practicality so that's why if you can take this situation in a different way that means things arise and pass away so we 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 can do whatever thing do in the present moment we can't do everything no mm. so whatever thing we can do we we should do now but uh worrying never make anything better and how can i reduce my negative karma whatever i will be accumulating here in a way no the the negative negative karma is the whatever if you have the ill will or greed within yourself for your your the good karma if you if you crave to good karma or bad karma it is also an bad karma only thing you have to keep in mind you have to you have to do something uh yeah uh, something good for you and the other people you know so it is it is beneficial for both sides it is beneficial for the well-being of both sides so you have then you are not falling into the unwholesome unskillful mind whatever thing you can do now you can do no if you if if you if you think you can't do if you do it you fall into a the miserable state or your parents fall into a miserable state then you have to avoid so this you have to think the 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 real, realistic way or pragmatic way so otherwise you you or them fall into the the suffering states so anyway sometimes you can't avoid some of these things you just let the things happen and let the things be so you can't avoid these things because sometimes people face very serious things within few few moments so you can't help them so if there is if there is any opportunity to help the other people the even your parents you can do it otherwise if there is no no way to do it then you have to think twice and try to help uh in uh, in different other ways you have to you have to think in a different way because i i am not i don't know the the whole situation of your life and how to do it, these things so it is good to sometimes it is better to go and ask the person who another person who 
know your life very well and how to deal with these situations. But the only thing, as a the, the monk or Buddhist practitioner, I can say, so the only the, the way to avoid unwholesome mental states, you have to accept the reality of body and mind, accept the reality of this life. Things are uncertain, impermanent. Things arise and pass away. And some of these things are not certain, not, not fixed, and can't expect out of these things. So this is how this body and mind works. This is how this life works. This is how we encounter things unexpectedly. So the, our life is not, not uh, under our control sometimes. Sometimes we, if we, if we think rightly and do act, act rightly, then it will give the, the good results. So only thing Lord Buddha say, avoid the unwholesome mental state, cultivate wholesome mental states. So you have to be mindful to do that. If you fall into remorse, then your mind become contracted and it gives more unwholesome mental states. Thank you, John Politician. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yes, 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 yes. It is good, no? So I will read something related to a sutta, a small part of sutta related to your question. Actually, I, I wanted to read it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, first I will read it and then I will answer to the other questions, no? Okay. So this is a, the extract of the, the one sutta. This is not the whole sutta, but uh, this is the, this sutta actually, uh, I mean, so uh, if you want to see the reference, Number, this is uh, Anguttara Nikaya 11.13. So anyone who listen can read this sutta in Sutta Central or any other uh, sutta translations. So these are actually useful to read. So I will read this sutta. This is, uh, I, th I think this is, uh, yeah, this is uh, Bhikkhu Bodhi's translation. This is Anguttara Nikaya, Ekadasa Kanipata, Anusati Vagga, Nandiya Sutta. This is called Nandiya Sutta. Numbered Discourses, 11th. Number 2, Recollection. Number 13, with Nandiya. This is an extract of the Nandiya Sutta. Nandiya, the Sakyan, went up to the Buddha, bowed, sat down to one side, and said to him, Sir, now we spend our life in various ways. Which of these should we practice? Good, good Nandiya. It is appropriate that gentlemen such as you Come to me and ask, we spend our life in various ways, which of these should we practice? 
So Lord Buddha say to practice the faithful succeed, not the faithless. The ethical succeed, not unethical. The energetic succeed, not the lazy. The mindful succeed, not the unmindful. Those with immersion succeed, not those without immersion. With the, uh, with, uh, the wise succeed, not the witless. Actually, this is um, uh, Ajahn Sujato's translation. You know, the, whatever practice of your, your life should lead to the faith succeed. You, you, have to, you should gain more faith to your practice. If it is losing your faith, it is not the right practice. You have to abandon that kind of practice. The, the ethical succeed, the ethical succeed, not unethical. That means your ethical behavior should develop, not the, the destroy or diminish, or come to become more unethical. So that kind of practices you have to develop. You have to un avoid unethical practices. So I think this is much related to what you ask. So, in simply, you have to take your life, your practices in that way. The energetic succeed, not the lazy. So that means when you when you go through your practices, it should not lead to more unenergetic or the lazy laziness. It should bring you more energy. Uh, the mindfulness succeed, not unmindful, not the unmindful. Those, the immersion succeed. Immersion means the, the concentration or the stillness of your mind should develop. The more peaceful you are because you are, you, you are following the right practices. When you are following wrong practices, your, your stillness of mind is diminished and you, you are more scattered minded person. So that is not the way. The, the vice, the vice succeed, not witless. So that means your wisdom should arise. You are, you are skillful for doing many things because, because you develop the experiential knowledge. So that's why the, the, these things, you have to succeed. When, when you are grounded on these six things, go on to develop five other things. Firstly, you should recollect the realized one that blessed one is perfected, a fully awakened Buddha, accomplished in knowledge and conduct, holy, knower of the world, supreme guide for those who wish to train, teacher of gods and humans. Awakened, blessed. In this way, you should establish mindfulness internally based on the realized one. Furthermore, you should recollect the teaching. The teaching is well explained by the Buddha, visible in this very life, immediately effective, inviting inspection, relevant, so that sensible people can now, can know it for themselves. 
In this way, you should establish mindfulness internally based on the teaching. Furthermore, you should recollect your good friends. I am fortunate, so truly for fortunate, to have good friends who advise and instruct me out of kindness and compassion. In this way, you should establish mindfulness internally based on good friends. Furthermore, you should recollect your own generosity. I am so fortunate, so truly fortunate, among people with hearts full of the stain of stinginess, I live at home rid of stinginess, freely generous, open-handed, loving to let go, committed to charity, loving to give and to share. In this way, you should establish mindfulness internally based on generosity. Furthermore, you should recollect the deities. There are deities who surpassing the company of the deities that consume solid food, are reborn in certain host of mind-made de deities. They don't see in themselves anything more to do or anything that needs improvement an irreversibly freed mendicant does not see in themselves anything more to do or anything that needs to improvement. In the same way, Nandiya, there are deities who surpassing the company of the deities that consume solid food are reborn in a certain host of mind-made deities. They do not see in themselves anything more to do or anything that needs improvement. In this way, you should establish mindfulness internally based on the deities. The noble disciple who has these 11 qualities gives up bad, unskillful qualities and does not cling on them. It is like when a pot full of water is tipped over, so the water drains out and does not go back in. Suppose there was an uncontrolled fire. It advances, burning up dry woodlands and does not go back over what it has burned. In the same way, a noble disciple who has these 11 qualities give up bad, unskillful qualities and doesn't cling to them. So this is a short sutta extract I, I read here. So this one give what, how you, we should uh, deal with our life to, 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 to cultivate uh, the good habits or the how we practice in this life. So to abandon the unskillful things and cultivate the skillfulness. So this is how Lord Buddha explained. So this is important to keep in mind this uh, uh, 
developing faith. So if you if you if you practice any any way, so if it leads to more faith towards that practices, because these these practices give you more clarity, more calmness, peacefulness of your mind, and uh, develop more skillful actions. That means not falling into greed and hatred. So that kind of practices you have to develop in your day-to-day -day life. So that's why when you are encountering that kind of situation, you should, you, you should follow that guidelines. Not to worry, because you can't do everything in this life. So you, you, you have the, the limited scope according to whatever thing you have now. So if you are a skillful doctor and very rich person, you, you can just go and help your parents in, in many other ways. But that depends on your, your current situation. No? So these things, then you have to, you have to judge according to your way, your, your current situation and do, deal with this, this kind of situations. Okay, you can ask the next question. No? <laughs> Thank you, Bhante. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, yes. There are two online questions. The first one, the answer may be similar to the answer you've just given. Yeah. Um, Sirwandi asks, Bhante, sometimes I do or say things with what I believe is right intention. Yeah. Most of the time I get it right. But sometimes afterwards I realize I was wrong and sometimes I can cause hurt to another. Yeah. Am I making a lot of bad karma? And more importantly, how do I improve this so I don't keep repeating this unintentional bad outcome? Yes. Yeah, th this is another important thing because most of the time the bad karma arise. If you carefully watch, it is there is some strongly clinging on things. That means uh, sometimes... Uh, uh, we we strongly hold on our views, our way of seeing things. So, so this one come from how you deal with your your feelings and perceptions, how you train to deal with your feelings and perceptions and your intentions. So, if you if you deal rightly. You always take your feelings, perceptions, and volitions as impermanent and uncertain. These things arise based on causes and conditions. These causes and conditions always have the root cause is the delusion. But sometimes when you, when you have the, the, have encounter to the wise people and wise, uh, um, the the wise, wise people in this world, so they always say these perceptions, volitions, and um, uh, intentions always based on delusion. If it is based on non-delusion, you you don't value and you just cut off and let go most of these things, and and you you get that ability and. Uh, then you can help others to to abandon things, let go things, and free their free their minds from all these uh, 
the, the mental activity and free their mind. Because when you are dealing with this world, you have that understanding, some level of understanding or your feelings, perceptions arise naturally based on your your training or where you live and how do, how do you deal with these things. So these bases are not permanent. These are something changing. So that's why you should, you, you have to keep the soft mind all the time. But when you are living in this day-to-day -day life, you have to use those feelings, perceptions to live in this world. So that's why Lord Buddha say you have to choose the skillful means, that is non-greed, non-hatred based uh, actions. Greed and hatred based actions leads to, to more suffering. So that's why you have to maintain the softness of your mind. If you tough and hard, then it leads to the unskillful mental states and in within, not only within yourself, even the other people's who are experiencing your actions may fall into to, 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 to unskillful mental states or suffering. So that's why the, the, you, you have to maintain the softness and gentleness of your mind. So if you take your mind, all your feelings, perceptions and volitions as the uncertain, based on causes and conditions, these causes and conditions might change at any time. Then you, you become soft. And they, if you have that understanding, then your mind becomes soft and gentle. So the, the, when we are acting based on our feelings and perceptions, we have to filter it through this, uh, the non-greed and non-hatred. Because heat, greed and hatred drives our mind, create most of the, our intentions based on our views, how you see things. Because if you, if we, until we are not uh, uh, seeing through this uh, right perceptions, that means uh, uh, uncertainty and uh, uh, non-self, we easily fall into the greed and hatred. If we see our IEA, Nostang body and mind as, uh, as, Rise all, all the time, this IEA Nostang body consciousnesses arise based on uh, our, there's some causes and conditions that we developed past. So then you see the present moment, whatever thing arise is based on causes and conditions. These things can change at any time. So that's why then you soft and you, you apply your volitions in a kind, soft, and gentle way, not very harsh way. So you, you, when you, when you tell something to another person, you, you do it in soft and gentle way, not very harsh way. So that's why then you don't fall into the trouble. You don't fall into the unskillful mental states. Sometimes your, your decisions may, may become wrong later, but you do it in soft and gentle way now. You have to forgive yourself. Why? You do it in the right way, but your decision is wrong because your previous uh, training or the how you took it in the present moment is wrong. That is a part of the consciousness because consciousness is 
always based on delusion. <laughs> so that is the biggest part of the life. So that's why Lord Buddha encouraged us to abandon these, all these consciousnesses and liberate from the consciousnesses. First, the five sense consciousnesses. You should train yourself to liberate from five sense consciousnesses. Then you see the liberation from suffering to a certain extent. So then you understand how this suffering arises. Because suffering is a part of this consciousness. It is, it is always associated with the consciousness. For, for a human, it is the five sense consciousness. It mainly comes through the five senses, but mind is always involved with the five senses. So that's why they naturally fall into suffering. So once you train yourself to abandon the five sense consciousnesses, then you clearly understand you abandon, you, most of the suffering you can abandon by abandoning the five, sense, five senses or the, or the, or the thoughts or all, your, all sorts of uh, the thinking related to five senses. Once you develop your mind to abandon these things, you see the freedom of your mind and non-suffering, how the, the suffering you can abandon by abandoning the five sense world. So that's a, that is, this is the way, uh, Lord Buddha, this is, this is how we experience the liberation from suffering by abandoning the, the, the consciousness. So, so these things, if, when you understand these things, you don't much worry about whatever thing is happening. You, you always try to maintain this, the, the skillfulness of your mind. That means the whole wholesomeness of your mind and abandon unwholesome mental states. Because sometimes the, the unwholesome mental state arise based on your past training. It is, it is uh, the, just emotional because your past training, just these things are pop up in your mind in front of some objects because that is your previous training. So once you mindfully identify, oh, this is the unskillful mental state, you just, you have to train yourself to abandon it and practice the skillful, the, the verbal actions, bodily actions and uh, right mindfulness. So that's it. So, this is the way how the life works. That's why the, when you are living in this world, suffering is a part of that, that living. So Lord Buddha teach us how to abandon that kind of uh, unskillful mental states. So to accept the reality of body and mind and let the things be. Let the things disappear. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to your mind and body. And let the things fade away and disappear. Train yourself to let the things fade away and disappear. So this, this is, that is the way how you can liberate your mind from suffering. So is there any more questions? Thank you, Bhante. There's one more question from yeah. the online. Yes. Among work colleagues, sharing gossip can become a way of developing rapport or friendship. It's chatting together with other people. Yeah. About other people. Yeah. Do you have any tips to maintain right speech while still joining in this workplace culture of just chatting? Because yeah. not to participate can be seen as rude. 
Yeah. And you are being unfriendly. So how do you stay friendly with other people but maintain right speech? Yeah, it, it is a it is a good question because many many people have to face this kind of situations when you are living in your day-to-day life and associate with other people. So the good thing is if you can remind yourself and them others this the the uncertainty of things or impermanent nature whatever thing the whatever thing other people are doing is totally based on their the the moment what they are doing how they were trained their minds or how they take this world so all the time if you if you practice this the 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 impermanent nature or uncertainty of all your the the eye and tongue body and mind and all external phenomena if you take at uncertain things and non self there's no no self you can build up on these things because it is a natural flow of happening things so if you take your life in this way you can you can take other people's actions also in the same way the people talk about other people but you you can see this is how the world works but all these works leads to suffering no go going one to the other and go to the the the, the old age and death and fall into other illnesses sicknesses all these things this is a part of life so we are we are living in our day to day life people talk about so many actions they are doing other people doing in their day to day life and th- these are actually gossip but you can use this gossip as the world and just let as you sh- it, it, it show to yourself and others as this is something common everywhere in this world so nothing special all these things leads to more suffering and the the uh, doing doing more and continuously one thing related to another another thing related to it is just a flowing things if you watch your what you have your your parents have done nothing more much more different to these things just a flow of happening things until they come to their death they practice more many other things and they try to enjoy this way that way other way so all all people are doing the same thing but no end and no the ultimate happiness in all those things so ultimately we don't get anything from these things just we are just try to enjoy the life by doing this thing or the other so if you have that understanding you can you can participate that kind of discussions in a more the, the beneficial way if you can remind them or if you can show them how we deal with this kind of uh, issues in our day to day life so are we are we using it in the fruitful way or not so if we take these things as impermanent and arise just arise and pass away in all bodies and minds people fall into this kind of actions based on how they see their life how they take their life and uh, so otherwise you, you you can you can keep your mouth shut and the the think wisely how things arise and pass away and how these things leads to more suffering if you fall into thinking on these things and falling uh 
into the in a, in in unskillful way so if you take these things in skillful way you can abandon these things let go things and free your mind from these things because when you are engaging in this world all the way all the time the choices arise in your mind the choices drives you in your in your life to more 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 and more doing more and more uh, uh the stress or or more doings not for to having a rest or having a peaceful time and avoid all the uh suffering because always you make your body and mind suffering by doing more and more thinking and more and more verbal actions and bodily actions make you tired make you uh, stressed because intentions drive these things because intentions arise when you are engaged with this five sense world uh objects other people's doings other people's noise actions all these other people's and your actions based on the delusion that's a avijja pachya sankara sankara pachya vinya that is the the dependent origination lord buddha say so when you are engaged with this five sense world it leads always leads to suffering because choices arise when the choices arise it leads to suffering that's why lord buddha say just abandon sabbe sankara dukkhati yada panyaya pasati if you if you if you reflect on these choices as suffering it leads to more wisdom and abandoning all these choices and free your mind from choices and let the mind free from choices then your mind become settled down still become still so the sankara the sabha sankara samato is the first step of liberation sabbupadi patinisaggo tannakkayo virago nibbananti that's how lord buddha teaches this the settling down those the the letting go and free from intentions is the first step of liberating your mind from suffering so the suffering arises based on our day to day actions so we we can when we are living in our day to day life we can encourage our friends and the people who associate with us not to fall into this un- unskillful mental state but when we are watching the external world we can see how people fall into suffering so we can use the, that knowledge to avoid suffering and encourage other people to avoid this uh, falling into those unskillful uh, bodily actions and verbal actions so that's the only thing we can do so that is the the last question no so okay yeah we have time or are we going to finish now so what's the schedule okay yeah i will i will read one one more sutta it is very short one this is the metta sutta 
So I, I would like to encourage this and how Lord Buddha teach us to develop loving kindness. So if you, if you are using loving kindness, it is really give you the 11 benefits according to this sutta. So these are really practical. So, so the people who practice this loving kindness in this way, so it gives you these benefits. It, it is, it is really practical. These are, these are true, true, really true. So we, people who practice this uh, loving kindness really get these benefits. So that's why I, I would like to read this sutta also. This is also uh, the, the come in uh, numbered discourses, levens, and uh, two recollections. This is the 15th loving kindness. So I will read the, the number of this sutta first. I think it is useful for the people who are listening, who, who, who want to uh, read the sutta in uh, websites. So this is AN 11. Point one five. Metta Sutta. Numbers, numbered discourses, eleven. And number two, rec uh, recollection. Number fifteen, loving kindness. Because when the liberation of the mind by loving kindness has been pursued developed and cultivated, made a vehicle and basis, carried out, consolidated, and properly undertaken, leaven benefits are to be expected. What leaven? One sleeps well. One awakens happily. One does not bad dreams. One is pleasing to human beings. One is pleasing to spirits. Deities protect one. Fire, poison, and weapons do not injure one. One's mind quickly becomes stilled. One's facial complexion is serene. One dies unconfused, and if one does not penetrate further, one fares on the Brahma world. When because the liberation of the mind, of, mind by loving kindness has been repeatedly pursued, developed, and cultivated, made a vehicle and basis, carried out, consolidated and properly undertaken, these 11 benefits are to be expected. So this is an important thing because if you develop the loving kindness, it liberates your mind. The loving kindness is actually based on loving kindness. Sometimes people misunderstand this loving kindness in many different ways. Sometimes people do, do harsh things based on loving kindness. That is not true. Because they don't understand what is loving kindness is. Why loving kindness actually based on non-greed and non-hatred. Let the things be. Is one part of the loving kindness. Not to not try to control things. Not try to govern. 
according to your way or your perceptions. If you understand your perceptions are impermanent, uncertain, because it always our perceptions arise based on causes and conditions just arise just in now, in this moment. These perceptions are impermanent, change and vanish and arise totally different perceptions. So therefore you don't worry about your perceptions. You let the things be. Let, when you have the loving kindness, you don't try to control other people. You let, let the, you, you wish their, their, their benefits, their happiness. You, you, you wish their happiness in this present moment. Not try to control them. So then you liberate your mind from doing. And then you liberate your mind from the attachments and uh, relationships or attachments to the object. That is the way you liberate by loving kindness. If you have the loving kindness, you let the things be. And let, let the things be be happy and be good for themselves and let the things run according to the karma that means how they they were they were trained or how they understood in this world or how they reap their the karmic benefits or karmic uh, suffering in this life you let the things be be kind be soft and gentle and when you have the chance to help them you just help them with loving kindness. Not, not try to make them more suffering, but make them more happy and more beneficial for them. So once you have that kind of uh, relationship to external world, in the same time, the same relationship to your internal world, your eye, nose, tongue, body is not under your control. It is a part of the nature. It is, a, it is a natural phenomena. It always arises based on causes and conditions. So if you take your body and mind in that way, you are kind to your body and mind, and you, you deal with your body and mind in kind, soft, and gentle way. So then do you, you develop that kind of relationship to your body and mind. Then you, you develop the wholesome mental states. So loving kindness is liberating not try to controlling things, but liberating things and uh, helping to cut off attachments and liberate your mind from these attachments and driving the things according to your way. You let the things be and be happy with whatever thing you have and uh, free your mind. It gives these benefits. One sleeps well, one awakens happily. One does not have bad dreams. One is pleasing to human beings because you are a kind, soft, and gentle person. One is pleasing to spirits. The deities protect one. Fire, poison, and weapons do not injure one. Because when you encounter to this, uh, the, the, that kind of uh, unexpected uh, things. So that kind of person have the loving kindness toward those experiences. So therefore they do not fall into the agitated mind or unskillful mental states. That's why this, 
this this uh, the poison weapon uh, the fire don't can't injure them so they have the mindfulness and they can avoid that kind the the the, the bad outcomes come from those encounters encounterings so once mind quickly becomes stilled one's facial complexion is serene one dies unconfused and if one does not penetrate further one fares on to the brahma world that is what lord buddha told us so we have to keep in mind these good words because we are sometimes encountering some bad thoughts when you are living in this world because we have to encounter sometimes this the, the some unforeseen circumstances arise quickly and uh, we have to face this uh, this kind of some uh, unexpected situations so if you develop the loving kindness towards yourself and all the other living beings you can maintain your calmness in your mind stillness of your mind and compassion to all living beings loving kindness to all living beings so then it leads to the 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 uh, good, uh, wholesome mental states of your mind it's you can maintain wholesome mental states of your mind and then calm and quiet and mindfully deal deal with whatever thing you are encountering in the present moment so it it is a good good thing to develop and practice and keep with you all the time loving kindness towards all animate and inanimate objects you are in, you are dealing with in your day to day life loving kindness towards all these uh, living beings and the the non living materially objects whatever thing you are dealing with you in your day to day life you have to maintain the loving kindness it is a part of your life it is a main loving kindness is the essential part of any wholesome mentality any wholesome thought intention loving kindness is a part of that okay so now i am going to stop the talk today and pay respect to buddha dhamma sangha